3: West Cork Beard Company make beard oil and beard balm for a strong, healthy, great-looking beard. Handmade from all natural ingredients in Clonakilty, West Cork. Check out their YouTube channel for beard care tips and advice or catch them online at westcorkbeardcompany.ie.
2: Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be. Welcome back to the Same Old Arsenal podcast. Episodes, I don't know, but I know the title of it. The title is The Hoodoo is Over at Last. A winner at Old Trafford um, has come our way. It's been 14 long years. Imagine, 14 years without a winner at Old Trafford. Deary, deary me, but it's gone now. Um, The Hoodoo is gone. And it feels great to get that off. And especially me living in Ireland where they're all Man United and Liverpool fans. There was a lot of quiet fellows at work this morning, let me tell you that. Um, link below in the description to uh, our sponsor, the West Cork Beer Company. The link is in the description. Free shipping uh, for you all. It would make fantastic Christmas presents if you're wondering what to get someone. Obviously, <laughs> it would probably be best if they had a beard. Um, but yeah, link below uh, in the description, pre-support Colin, um, as he sponsors a podcast. Judge, how are you, sir? Yeah, all good, all
0: good. I'm like, just looking in the, in the group chat, you know, like, the people who are on the chat there, who's the young kid at the bottom? <laughs> What's this? Uh, well, because uh, obviously Dan shaved his beard off, so I don't recognise him. So, nah,
3: mate, you know, it's West, so. West Cork
0: beard oil. That's what it does to you, mate. Uh, <laughs> a, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I just want to say, uh, Russ, when when you ring me, uh, and then I ring you back, have your phone on. You know, <laughs> unbelievable. I rang him back, and he, he, his phone switched off. You know what I mean? What a drip. Anyway, that's another story. <laughs> um, and. Uh, who was late today, like, you know? Who was late? Uh, who was late? You. You. No, it me. no, 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 no. I was on time again, like, you know, so uh, just saying that somebody was late and it weren't me, was it? Mr. Shade, Chaser. Or oh, whatever your name is tonight. Anyway, like, you know. So.
2: not it? We were, we were sat here at 22-8 having a good old chat.
0: Yeah, and then uh, just as we're about to go off air, he, he, he jumps off. You can't. You well, no, know. it's
2: because his internet glitch. Not like you. Because okay, can't be Coming in. He's been
0: th- trick. He's been trick or treating for a night, so he's got some sweets for tonight. night. He's a bloody joke, the bloke. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, you know what I
2: mean?
0: <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, Judges, but, uh,
2: talk, to us, talk to us. quickly about um, before we we go into it deep. Deeply. Um, how how good was that yesterday? And you know, oh. Before Listen. we go and talk about before we go and talk about players, I mean, we sat here last week saying, "Oh, I don't know if we can beat Man United." The Leicester, I mean, we've gone from one extreme to the other, which is allowed. Leicester, the Leicester game was poor. This week was brilliant, uh, in my opinion. So Listen. we'll we'll be upbeat. I,
0: I, I've I've got to say this that I, I didn't didn't see it coming. I'll be honest, I didn't expect us to win there. I, I was, you know, uh, not looking forward to the game. I was convinced we was going to lose. Uh, mainly because of you know I felt the players would, would let us down again, but and also what we've we've been a well we're, we're just the way we played at Man United over the last few years. But I, I, I've I've got to say, I'm so proud to be an Arsenal fan after that game. Just proud to be an Arsenal fan because I've been I, I I've been saying it before. I'm so jealous of other teams winning one one of those games, but uh, all of a sudden we've got we've now done it. And it, oh the feeling last night. Do you know what? I was hoping that Brighton would get saying against Spurs, but when mm. it, didn't, it, didn't, it did not it didn't. matter. You know, you're always looking at their results. I couldn't care less because I was on cloud cuckoo land mm. after that result yesterday. Like, I couldn't be more proud of being an Arsenal fan. From 1 to 11, they were all magnificent yesterday. Every single one of them was magnificent yesterday. And I couldn't be more happy to be an Arsenal fan. And I'll tell you what I said before the game the only good thing is about the game is I'm not going all the way up there but I'd have loved to have been up there yeah, like
2: yeah. oh yeah yesterday. I think I saw, someone did and say coming on,
0: Twitter, on... Oh.
2: yeah someone did say on Twitter oh. what what a bloody you know that's about our luck we beat Man United at Old Trafford when, we, when no one can be there um, because I could have, yeah. I could have imagined three, four thousand gooners in there. Oh the would have been it
0: would have been great coming home last night. uh coming yeah, home yeah. last night after that game, you know, on the on the motorways and all that, it would have been fantastic, you know. But uh, it weren't to be. But uh, but I tell you what, though, all, all jokes aside, great result. Just pro- just so pleased, and 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 that's the that's the thing about being a fan. When you lose, you're down. When you win, you're you're on the high. And and I, I'm you know got up got up this morning buzzing. To go into what you know, even Spurs fans coming in today and saying, uh, oh, you deserved that win and you know, oh, I don't know about that. That party looks a good player and all a bit worried and all that like lovely to see.
2: Absolutely. Um before we go on and before we go on and talk about the performances, <laughs> we'll bring we'll bring Dan in. If everyone could like the video that's watching, there's 150 of you watching. Um if everyone could like it, that'd be great. I set a task last week of five hundred likes. I think we've got four hundred and eighty, so we missed it by twenty. Oh. So let's go for 500 again. So if you're watching live, hit that like button right now. And if you're watching on catch up, hit the like, hit the like button for us right now. Daniel, um, first of all, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to, to you. you. Happy birthday, happy dear, birthday dear Daniel. Birthday. Happy, to happy you. birthday to you. It's your birthday.
1: many
0: more. It. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's his oh, birthday I mean, your birthday, though. I did not know. Tomorrow, mate, tomorrow, tomorrow Oh, uh, uh, well, it ain't the day then, is it? Bloody hell uh, but it's very
3: kind of Craig, very kind Pre- Same birthday as Ian Wright, mate.
0: Always premature, always coming too early I don't know uh, No, thank it's you, great.
3: thank you for that Thank you, much appreciated And thanks for everyone in the chat as well Same birthday as Ian Wright, absolute legend Oh, yeah,
2: because um, it's a it so. yes.
3: Yeah, yeah uh, So I've had a shave for November, So I now look completely different Got Myself a new background So I met my me dad's. So I've got me Thierry Henry in the background and my Arteta shirt. I thought that was very fitting. So, um, yeah, made the effort, but absolutely <laughs> I'll buzzing it, from yesterday. I you
0: though. <laughs> <laughs> Do
3: you know what? It's actually not even mine, it's my mum's actually. So yeah. it's definitely not going to fit. <laughs> it, it, definitely looks gonna...
0: it looks a bit oh, small, mate. It ain't Dan, gonna just fit me, Dan, no just way.
2: before there's just just before you um just before we, we talked just want to bring this in because always you know I keep bringing this yeah, in yeah sure uh unique 79 thank you for the kind donation mate that's um a big Mac uh well no it's a, that's a cheeseburger each yeah. I'd say on the old euro saver menu mm. thank you very much or well, pound saver menu what it is whatever you call it in the UK um our and party were absolutely immense God were they <laughs> oh, I God. By the way, look. <laughs> I'm sure um I'm sure we'll be talking about that, but God, yes. How good were they? Um, thank you very much for your kind donation, mate. Um, Dan, beating Manchester United at Old Trafford, always nice.
3: Mate, it's uh, something I did not expect at all, if I'm honest with you. I really didn't. I was, I was predicting a loss and I was being very pessimistic because of the way we were playing. And all I wanted to see was a response and something different and some solutions. And I think that we got that straight away. The team news excited me because I did not see Chaka or Mustafi in the team, and obviously that is going to make me very, 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 very happy. Seeing El Nini and Holding come in there, um, I think in terms of Holding, you, you see him come in, and I thought to myself, well, "How fit is he going to be?" You know, um, but Holding came in ahead of Mustafi, and that was good news for me. You know, it goes to show that Arteta really isn't happy with Mustafi if he has been back for like one day or two days training, and Rob Holding's come in. Thought he was outstanding, um, and it was just a great defensive display. But our midfield totally bossed it. And you know, mm. you uh, unique the comment there from Unique about El Neni and Party, for me, you could have tossed a coin at who was man of the match. I went for El Neni, Um, but I thought as well so as them no, two, Gabriel was absolutely no. fantastic. Um, you know, those three were superb. And what we're seeing here, Craig, is I don't want to go over the top when I say this with these two signings, but Gabriel and Party of what we've been needing for 16 years, like we've mm. said. But what you see with them is not just their ability, but their characters. They look like they have the mentality that I want to see in this Arsenal side. They're slotted into those positions like they've been there for six to, six to ten years, in my opinion. You know, we're not looking at bedding them in. Um, it's just frustrating, really, that we didn't play Gabriel against Liverpool. But he's realised now that those two need to be playing as, as much as possible in this first team in the league. Because for me, Thomas Partey was total genius in the midfield but Gabriel was an absolute beast in the back. And that's what we need now, is those players to drive us forward. And Elneny, the reason I went for El Elneny ahead of the other two, I've got to say this, is because I wasn't so shocked with El Elneny and, and Gab- uh, sorry, with Party and Gabriel, because I've seen them before and I've seen what they can do. I've not seen El Elneny play like that. And the reason I haven't seen him play like that is because he's not had a partner like Party next to him who allows him that freedom. Because yep. he is, yeah. it just shows you what, you can do without Granite Chaka. Granite Chaka wouldn't be able to be able to have done that because he's not as mobile. All Ch- Granite Chaka does is if you look at his pass map, it's sideways and backwards. El Nini was driving forward. And if there's anything you want to see and take away from the El Neni performance, go and look at the 91st minute when he's mm-hmm. chasing Lindelof and Shaw down and tell me that he doesn't deserve man of the match for what he's done there. Mm-hmm. I thought the three of them were outstanding and it was a great performance. So, yeah, Arteta Masterclass, absolutely buzzing.
2: Absolutely. I'll just bring this in there before we come to Mark. Uh, this comes from Taran. Um, the win covers uh, for the Leicester result. We've got to keep up and win versus Villa, Leeds and Wolves before the North London derby to make a serious uh, top four push. Happy birthday, Danny! says. Thank you very much, Taron, for the Thank kind you donation very much. There, mate. Cheers, Taron. Thank Taran. you very much. Uh, Mark. Hello. 14 long years, 14 long years we've been waiting for a win at Old Trafford. Um, it comes along,
0: get your naps out. It, co-
2: <laughs> it comes along. Um, how was your feeling yesterday on the full time whistle? I don't, uh, i
1: had a couple of beers, so I was a little bit tipsy. So, um, no, it's just a fantastic day. I, I'd almost forgotten what that feeling was like. And um, it's, it's, you know, to a man, as Lee said, they were all superb. What i like to see is we're getting some nice pockets of, of some team work, some partnerships going. Uh, um, Tierney and Saka down the left-hand side. Bellerin, who I've not been a massive fan of, and William was superb down that right-hand side yesterday. You know, um, Willian come within a whisker of getting his first goal for the club. Bellerin was fizzing balls across the box you know he was unlucky not to get an, an assist and obviously got got the penalty um again you know fed by William to to Bellerin to to win the penalty that partnership down there was superb uh, you know the, the the I know we've got the uh, Holding in yesterday, he, he done an absolute number on the man of the moment, Marcus Rashford, on and off the pitch. Marcus Rashford is the man of the moment, and Rob Holding done an absolute number on him yesterday, and a, a proper old fashioned number. You know I'm a defender. You know I love me defending. So, you know I will let the others take take the lead with the with the forward line, but Rob Holding kicking lumps out of Rashford, you know, hitting him early on the halfway line, injuring him. We know he's got back issues, Marcus Rashford, and and he whacked him in the back in, in the first 10, 15 minutes, and it took him 10, 15 minutes to run it off. Didn't see him again. You know, he, prop, and you may say that's unfair. You may say that's cheating. But when you're playing, and, 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 you know, that first challenge was the first challenge, and they were tasty challenges back in the day. Yeah. Uh, and Rob Alden left something on Rashford yesterday, and he just had him, and he just had him all ends up. And I mean,
2: and we, he, we, it... we were even, talking, I mean, me for those who don't know, me and Mark played in the same youth side, um, for a good number of years. I mean, trouble, even, though. even, even our manager, which happened to be well, it wasn't your dad at the start of it, was it? But in the end, it was your dad. Um, and even he used to say to us. First, first tackle. It hard, but fair. I mean, it goes, it goes from the grassroots right up to. I didn't, hear, I didn't
1: hear the second bit. I, I must have missed the second bit. I just got the first bit.
2: Yeah, but, the first um, bit.
1: Just to hit to him just, hard. just go in, you know. But, but you know, and, and we see holding doing that. It's proper old school, and you know, and, and whatever he didn't manage to get hold of yesterday, you know, we got we got Gabriel now. Who's uh, what a centre half this mm. lad is. Mm. I mean, he, he is. All rounds, you know, his distribution, his aerial battles, his strength, his pace. How lucky are we to have signed this?
2: How lucky are
1: we lucky? And then Thomas Barthay, I mean, what a monster he was driving forward, driving runs into the heart of their defense. You know, they they had Hernandez Pogba, Fred. And somebody else Wilma. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> it might as well have been. For all we know, it could have been. It? Too Rubble. shame, Mister
2: Judges. It's it's too Barney shame. Barney
1: Rubble or someone. Yeah. There were four of them in there yesterday. They couldn't get clear the geezer. And if they did, they would just the came back, got him. it. Yeah. And El Nini was there to help him out to win the second duel. Yeah. A- partnerships, teamwork, all all over the pitch, absolutely outstanding buzzing about yeah. it but we must be consistent now and we oh, have yes. to build on it now. yes
2: yes yes it's got to be it's got to be there's not point doing on, all that it. and then going out
1: Thursday night and losing to Malmo or whoever it is we've got you know what I mean it,
2: yeah mould yeah um, mm. Lee a comment coming to the a comment coming to the into the um, thing there now and it's from a it's from a good supporter of the podcast he's been um he's been here from the very beginning and his name's Lee now, He has a very good point here. Uh, last week we were saying that these players were not good enough. Um and now they are. Come on, lads, make your mind up. Um Yeah, it's a it, good it's, point. It's a good point. We sat here last week and we slagged everyone off. Um but yeah. like like I was just trying to say it the first time there, I think we were hurting last week because we should have got something out of that game. And I think it was it wasn't it wasn't so much the performance, it was the way we got beat. <laughs> It was the way we got beat because you could see what was going to happen. Everyone knew what was going to happen. Um everyone knew that Jamie Fardy was going to come on and score. Everyone knew it. Um so I think it was the way we got beaten and I think losing losing in the fashion we did hurt a bit. So as a fans, we were looking you know, we were looking at to the players and we were telling them how bad they were. But yes, Lee, you're dead right, mate. And but we can only well, talk about yeah. we can only we can only talk about the game. We're not talking about the Leicester game anymore. We're talking about yesterday. Now, Lee, I want to talk to you about Mohamed Anani. How good was he yesterday? Four million pounds we paid for this lad. How good he was, was he yesterday?
0: He was outstanding yesterday. Just answering Lee's point though. First and all, like you know, what I mean, mm. the players are not good enough to win the league. You know, what I mean, let's this, this, this be honest. You know, they're not good enough to win the league. They might be good enough to get into the top four. But they've got to show it over a consistent basis, you know, and, and and that that is the frustration of the team at the moment. I I I think that if uh, in the next two years, let's have a look at the team that's now to what it is um, in two years' time, and I yeah. think there will be players that won't be won't be here no more because they're not quite good enough. But what what will happen is, under right, Arteta, is if they work hard enough and show the right application, then then. Um, we, we do really well. But the frustration thing from the fans' point of view is that we should have won. Though. You know, we had a goal disallowed, we shouldn't have We yeah. missed chances. We missed chances yesterday, by the way. You know what I mean? We, we should have been yeah, 2 0 up at half time. You know, so we've got to be a little bit more clinical. Um, Mohamed El to me, people go on about El Nenny and have a little bit of a moan about him and whatever. He is a squad player. I said this yesterday. And and I think that squad players can be looked down upon a little bit, but if you're going to be successful in any team, uh, whether it be uh, grassroots or um, in the professional game, you need to have squad players—players that players are going to come in and players that are going to come in and do the business—and then when and just perform and and do it. If I I go back to to, to Arsenal in '89, we had Kevin Richardson that done that. You know, I mean, I remember like people—he uh, done it also for Everton you know, high, very, very highly regarded when Everton won things, you know, when you talk to the likes of Andy Gray and people like that, they always say we wouldn't have won it if it weren't for the likes of, of those sort of guys. And this is what, what, what we've got. And I think at the moment he's, he's an absolute, um, he just does what's on the tin boys. He just, he just (laughs) exactly, just, it does what he does, you know? Um, yeah, 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 he did. That is true. But, um, I, I just think that you know exactly what you're going to get from him, and I, you know, and he's he's not, um, how can you say, um, uh, pleasing on the eye and whatever like. But I think that he just does does the job, and I, I think he does it really, really well. And a, a little bit of an unsung hero yesterday. I thought he was absolutely outstanding yesterday, absolutely brilliant. Not just with his breaking up of the play and he, you know, his work rate, but he, he drove forward as well. He, he, he showed. Um, some real good, um, uh, you know. I I just think he, he, I don't think he's had a bad game for Arsenal since he's come back. If I'll be honest, and uh, what I liked about him was that, and, and and Dan touched on it a little bit earlier. Granite shack is a good player. Let's not get it. This 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 not beat around the bush. But he could not get around the pitch like uh, El Nenny could yesterday, or or Partey, mm. you know. And that that is the difference yesterday. You know, horses for courses. I I reckon I'll put I'll, I'll say it now. I I don't think El Nenny will play in the next two home games.
2: That's what I was just about to ask you. I was just about to say, does does El Nenny play at home? No, I don't.
0: I don't think he would because we're going to have to play a different sort of style. But yeah. this is a player that can, is going to come in in the big games when we need to defend and shore up things and 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 do a bloody good job. And do you know what? He won't moan about it because he's he's, he's happy being an Arsenal player. But I will say this, and and people can. And think what they want. I think going to uh, Turkey last season and, and getting a season under his belt has been a real big boost for him. You know, uh, playing week in, week out, it's given him a bit of confidence, uh, and I, I think he's been outstanding in there. And what what that does now is that uh, I, I think on on Thursday night it'll probably be um, uh, Danny coming back in and um, and Shaka. Well, they've got to perform because if they don't perform. You know, this this is, so yeah. the competition for places has gone up now, gone up the level and that's what you want. And, you know, I, I felt that everybody produced a performance. I think, you know, Lacazette needed a good performance yesterday. If he didn't get a good performance, I think that was his lot done. Done. Okay. Done, done well. So, you know, and he can't do no more than what he done done yesterday. I thought he was absolutely superb. Um, and, and there is competition in that, in that area now. You know, I think, um, Willock didn't even get on the bench yesterday, like you know. So, you know, there's there's a good competition for places in that midfield. And if you're not doing the business, then you're out. But I think that also what helped yesterday was the four at the back and it give us a little bit more at uh, the extra man in midfield. I know, like, you know, to to, to push it. And what what they'd done yesterday I thought was very good from Arteta. There was times when I was watching and I think, is it is it a back three or is it a back four? And I think they interchanged quite a bit and I don't think Manchester United could handle it and like man you know oh poor old Ollie at the wheel there he was like like the old gerbil on the wheel going round and round and round he didn't know what to do did he he didn't know what to change this and change that he was watching yeah, he um was absolutely... only only
2: fools and horses on his iPad I think
0: well uh, well I think he was watching something because I, I just couldn't he couldn't get it because one minute he think right we'll change this to go to a four and all, all, all of a sudden Arsenal were at a three I thought it was very, very flexible, the, the 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 team selection yesterday. And that's something that the Arsenal team's got a good bit of flexibility. And, um, you know, uh, but as I say, different games now, different games when we're playing now because they're home games, when the initiative is a little bit more on us. I thought what was also great yesterday was that uh, we never went in at Man United, did we? We, we Every time we, we when we come to the press, we just let them say, no, come on. You come out, yeah. you let them, and was I thought,
2: absolutely unreal to watch an Arsenal team press like that. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was a fantastic!
0: It, it yeah. was, you know, people said to me today it wasn't a great game. It was a fascinating game to watch yesterday. I really yeah. enjoyed because of the tactical side of it and all that. Exactly. It was really good. I enjoyed it, like you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was sitting there watching it, going, "Oh my God, we've got two midfielders in the middle who are actually passing forward and running forward." Yeah. You know, it was instead of watching Xhaka and his mates pass it sideways and backwards and sideways and backwards. There's a fellow, Dan, we haven't mentioned who I thought was absolutely outstanding um, yesterday again um, was Rob Holden. I thought he had a magnificent game and to, to come back from an injury, one training session um, and come back into that side and do the job he done yesterday, Dan, I thought he played very, very well.
3: He did play well. And as I said earlier, when he came in, I was shocked. I was. I didn't expect to see the name. I didn't even know he was fit. Mm. So it goes to show you really how much that Arteta has put faith in the lad. Uh, he, from what we, we were told in the interview from Arteta, he was begging to play. And I love that. You know, I absolutely love that. He wants to play the big games. He wants to prove himself. He sees a chance for himself here. And I honestly believe he's the best partner for Gabriel now. I think he's better than David Luiz, whether you're playing four or three because I just think he's got, got the mistakes in him that David Luiz has. He's definitely better than Mustafi, and I think has proven that by picking him when Mustafi was fitter than him. So I think that when you look at it, he's a player that can actually prove himself now. But alongside Gabriel, I think what we've got here is a player that I was all telling everybody is going to be fantastic, and he's proven that. He's been our best player this season by far. There's no one coming close for me. No one even comes close. He's been... Solid like that every single game. I saw him have one dodgy pass, I think, against um, one of the teams that's gone past me now, and that was it. The rest of it has been solid. Yesterday, he was just outstanding. You know, the last ditch tackle on Matic, where he's trying to cry for a penalty, and he's already on a yellow card. You know, he timed that to perfection. I thought he was commanding. He's got pace. He's got, uh, he's, he's a real kind of leader at the back, it seems. So it's going to help players like Rob Holding when you've got somebody next to him like that. But credit where credit's due, I thought Rob Holding came in and he was seven or eight out of 10 as well. So I think what we're looking at positives are certainly those players you've mentioned in the Elneny's parties and the Gabriels and Holdings. Where it's negative is we still cannot finish our dinner. How many chances do we need? Willian at the crossbar, Aubameyang went sliding in late. You've got Lacazette, who did look like an air shot, but I think Lindelof had just got a chance. Saka with a free header. Free header, you know. I know he's a young lad, but that's free now. He ain't yeah. got many more chances to miss for me. He's missed one against City, one against Liverpool, and now one against uh, sorry Leicester, and now one against um, against Man United. I know he's only 19, but he's got to put them away. That's a free header there. It don't matter who you are. You've got to put that away. So that needs to be changed because we can't be sneaking away with penalty 1-0 wins much longer. We've got to be 2 or 3 nil up and take these chances because that should have been a comfortable game there. And if that penalty is not given, we ain't we ain't talking like this. We're nil-nil and we're all pissed off. So we need to ensure that we are two or three nil. You know, I'll, I'll just take your chances. Mm. Take your chances. Because Lee's right, Lacazette was a lot better yesterday. But we do need to see more from him and some of the others. Because at the moment, it's getting really frustrating when we are not taking our chances. And the last thing I'll say, this is Man United. And I don't care how well they're playing. We stepped up. And we had a response and we had a solution yesterday and we bullied them. And that's not Mm -hmm. something I can say that we have done in a very long, long time. We are, I think we've lost nearly half of our games and we're a point of fourth and we've only conceded seven. I've got the best defensive record in the league. Crazy. Uh absolutely you know, Harry, crazy
2: you know, Harry's not with us Harry, Harry's not with us this evening because of a family celebration but he actually tweeted what you just said um, you know he's tried you know he said we're fourth we're a few points off the top four we've got the best defensive um, record in the league we've already played City, Liverpool and Man United away and I think the last closing statement on that was don't tell don't dare tell me that we haven't improved um, he's dead right it's massive improvement massive improvement Hello to you all in the chat box. Thanks for joining us. It's uh, an absolute pleasure to see you all here. 324 of you. If you haven't hit that like button, please do. We're setting a target of 500. Um, good evening to you if you're watching on Facebook, and good evening to you if you're watching on the old Twitter. Uh, before we come to Mark, this one this one comes in from Pumud. Um Good evening, sir. How are you? Happy birthday, Dan. How wonderful is it to see players who wouldn't need another world class player next behind ahead of them to perform? I enjoyed it. I think he's talking about um, Al Any there, is he? Um, or party even. Uh, Mark, let's talk about uh, Thomas party. Um, it was like watching a swan um, move around a lake majestically. It <laughs> <laughs> um, was true, it was. Everyone thinks I'm joking. It was. It was watching no, no, you're It right. was like watching a swan. How good, Mark, to see a midfielder playing like that for Arsenal. I mean, like, every time he lost the ball, he just went and got it back so easily. Um,
1: Yeah, well, he eats up the ground, doesn't
2: he? Yeah. (laughs) So how how good is it to have a player like him now?
1: (laughs) Well, I think I see a piece by one of the respected Arsenal journalists who was was saying that... um, you know, in Gabrielle and Partey, we, we now have this, the makings of a spine. And when you put in to that Uber up top, you know, all of a sudden that is a spine worthy of winning the league. Baby steps, isn't it? You know, Arteta's been here not a year, he's had one transfer window. But my Christ, is he making the right? moves in the in is he you know he's identifying the players that we need with the characteristics that we need to improve this squad and he's gone out and got them and by the way he's gone out and got them and he hasn't spent a fortune you know what I mean he, he's got them at the right monies isn't he you know what I mean and, and um Thomas Partey we will naturally as arsenal fans look to uh label him as the next Vieira won't we you know,
2: we, that, do, that, we do, That's what I we're looking it, for, I, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I do, but I think it's wrong. I don't. I, I don't. Think well, it is wrong
1: because yeah. I think I think actually Vieira uh, w- was a fantastic, world-class player who won everything in the game. But he was very blessed to be playing in a team that was had world-class superstars all around. It when he arrived, Uh, Thomas Partey (coughs) is coming into a very, very different environment. He's coming into an Arsenal football club in transition. Vieira came into an Arsenal football club that was the champions. You know, so he's, but Thomas Partey has got the ability to be as good a player. Now, if, if Roy Keane, and I know we don't, greatly respect what Roy Keane says because a lot of it's about clickbait and a lot of it's about um, putting on a show. But, you know, if he, him and Paul Merson, a lot of the ex-pros are talking about Thomas Partey in the same breath as Vieira, then then, then that says it all for me. You know, he, he a, is a good point, class. Right? Yeah. He yeah. is class. You can see he's class. He's settled into that team and already the players around him are looking to him to yeah. lead. And he... I didn't realise actually how much of a driving force he was going to be. I I thought he was going to come in and and he was going to do the job in front of the back four and he was going to make us more solid. That would mean we wouldn't have to have three centre-backs doing the job of two men. But actually, yesterday, we went with the three centre-backs and Thomas Barty was marauding up the pitch, Mm. pressing high, winning the ball. Uh, or, or causing people to, to give loose passes that then El Nini was latching onto, you know, the two of them, two of them together. There's,
2: there is a lot of similarities in the game. I mean, how many times can, have we seen Can, I, can Vier- I come in,
1: please? Can I come you in? So, I <laughs> say, well, you're okay, cold. Take your coat off if you're cold. <laughs> Just come in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Listen, when Patrick Vieira first came to Arsenal, he played against Sheffield Wednesday, if, uh, if anybody remembers that game, and he came in and, and he was mind-blown straight away from... from uh, I think he came on for Ray Parler, 60 minutes he played. Uh, he, he blew me away from the first time I ever see him. I thought, my God, what a player. Um, and that's where the similarities are with Parzo because he's yeah. come in Partey and just done exactly what Vieira done in, in, in that sense. Now, to to, to 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 be compared to Patrick Vieira, I, I, I think, you know, you're going to have to be one hell of a player because for me, he was just, just mean, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but... Uh, that that's where the comparison is, and I and I, I see that comparison because he's just come in, and as you said, it, you know, not matched, not many training sessions, not whatever, and he's just it's, it looks like a walk in the park. He went to Old Trafford and bossed the game, you know, and and, and that's what you want to see. Now, I was sitting there um, Sunday night, uh, sorry Saturday night, was it Saturday night? Yeah, Saturday night, watching or oh, might be near Friday night, one or time, watching the the two thousand and two game between arsenal and manchester united and Vieira was playing in that game and i turned around and said we ain't got we ain't got we ain't got no be no way we can we play like that again when we just absolutely bossed the game and, and Vieira and edu were the two players that were doing that and i said we ain't got no one in midfield that can do that and then i see yesterday two players do exactly that you know um and I thought, you know, 18 years on, I never thought I'd see it. So, and, 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 it's my, and the game's changed as well, where, where it's a different bossing of the game, where you've got the physicality and you have to do it in a different way. And we've done that. So, for me, you know, I can see where the, the, the comparisons are with, with party, And he's just a dream of a player, isn't he? Like, you know, would you want to play a game? So, like, Popper, I'll tell you that, Papa is very, very strong. He brushed him aside like mm. he worked there yesterday on more than one occasion. It and it was bloody lovely to see. And it, and and it's right. We haven't seen that probably since Vieira. Um, uh, Maybe when um, um oh, who's the guy that got injured? Play for for us. Silva.
1: Diaby
0: no. Diaby. I haven't yeah. seen that since Diaby. You know what I mean? Like um, like um performances. You know so. Um, uh, you know, and I think he got labelled with the Vieira sort of label, which was a little bit unfair. But, you know, he, I see him dominate games.
2: He um, was a fantastic like, player. I don't care fantastic. what anyone says. I see, says. Him, dominate, yeah, yeah, I see yeah. him
0: dominate a game at Anfield where he yeah. was just absolutely immense. And, and what I see yesterday was Thomas Party, And I, I know we, we've got to have... When, when Vieira dominated that game against... Um, uh, Man United to win the league up there in 2002. He had to have somebody alongside him, and he had that with Edu. And for Partey to dominate the game like he did yesterday, he needed backup, and he got it from El Nini. So you know that that he couldn't have done it all on his own. And uh, but the similarities were there, and I, it was fantastic to see, you know, going up to Man United yesterday and seeing us dominate a midfield. You know, when it got a bit tough, I see players. Making you know like tackles. This just a, Rashford was used as a rag dog yesterday. Like you know, what I mean, like you know, I bet he's loving it today, thinking he could go and sort out. He go down to the government and try and sort out school meals because he didn't. He, he didn't enjoy that. You know, what I mean, uh, with Gabriel, like. And then the thing was, it was no respect for him. Yeah, I, I love that. There was no yeah. respect from there. You know, what I mean, like well, whether it was bar whether it was Green, Green whether it was. Rashford, wherever come on. The other one, who, who I think is a fantastic player, I didn't even know he was playing until he went off Fernandes. I didn't yeah. even know he was playing. That's how, yeah. that's how dominated they were. I thought, bloody hell, I didn't, you know, all of a sudden, we were fearing these players on all uh, before the game and at the end of it, they was brushed aside. Brushed aside. It was fantastic to see. Um, with,
2: with, with the positives come some negatives. Um, I don't really want to I don't really want to talk about negatives, but I suppose we have to. But before we do, um, this one comes in from Alexander. Thank you very much, Alexander. Oh, I've got Part- chips now. Well, yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, I don't know. I say we could go for a meal. Um, Party and Gabriel will be AFC's best signings in the last ten years. Yes, better than Bamiang. Party is such a technically brilliant player. It's unreal. Absolutely agree with mm. you, Alexander. Um, I, can't really I think. With that. Thomas Party could be the best signing of the Emirates era. Um, Just,
0: yeah, I think it could be right. Know. Just changing the subject quickly, Craig, you know what I mean? Talking about because we're going to have this McDonald's. I had a McDonald's on on um, on Saturday night and not enough salt on the chips. And if you ain't got enough salt on the chips, it's not good, is it?
2: You it's not. Me it, they've stopped. Well, th- the thing is with McDonald's, you see, if you remember, I oh, don't know, 10 years ago, the chips were always nice and salty. But unfortunately... They had to stop putting salt on them because of some government directive about heart disease and all this malarkey. So is that is a, that right? Is that why? You, I, yeah, you put your salt on yourself now.
0: You wow! Well, really, I'll have to yeah. ask for extra salt then because I they was I was a bit disappointed.
2: Well, there you are. Anyway,
0: there you go. Bit of it's, useless you know.
2: information for you. Hmm. Um,
0: got to add salt on the old chips. I oh, you got, got. Gonna have got to go it.
1: some way to. Um, Sorry to talk about football on the podcast, but he'd have to go some way to beat the signing of Aubameyang, wouldn't he? Thomas Partey.
2: Say that again, mate, sorry?
1: What we're saying about Partey could be the best signing of the Emirates era, yeah. but he's going to have to go some way to catch up with Aubameyang, isn't he? You know what I mean? This guy's well, a walking I don't legend. Know. Yeah?
2: I, well, yes. I, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um but I think I think Thomas Party a well, great he, signing, isn't he? Yeah, and I think he could bring us more. He he, he could he, he could. Well, Birmingham won us. us a,
1: you could argue Bambi won us the FA Cup, and that's a oh, historical absolutely, thing, mate.
2: Don't it's a get historical me
1: wrong. thing, isn't it? So Party, yeah. you know, look, look, he's a great player. He's got the potential to be, as you say, the best signing of the Emirates era. He's gonna to, to. He's got some proving to do. You know, he's only, let's, let's have it right. It's only one game.
2: Yes. Okay. Yeah, good yeah, point. yeah. Like, okay, okay. But even, but even still, I mean, people saying the even...
0: list is the best signing.
2: Mm, not for me, no.
0: They're for the Yeah, you maybe.
2: can be. The best, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he, he, he done the offs when we needed him most for money. So it doesn't matter whether he was the the best signing of the Emirates era. To me, as a fan, I don't want to. I, I don't even see that fella's face. I turn a tally over. I, I can't stand him. He's a little rat. For what he done to us, um, wanted to, wanted went for money, <laughs> gone gone for money, and now look at him on loan on loan in Italy, um, and do, doing what he did. But for me, no, nah, I don't even want to see the geezer's face. Um, anyway, sorry to uh, anyway to that's all
1: right. Now, if you go to Burger King, Lou, by the way, you have to buy your own sauce. You don't get that free either. Just giving you the heads up. In case you ever go again. Oh
0: well, that's right. I've never, I haven't been to the Burger King for a very very long while. I'm a McDonald's man, if I will be honest, or well, more so a Wimpy man. But um,
2: yeah, I was a Wimpy man as well.
0: Yeah, Wimpy, I love, love a Wimpy. But uh, out of three, I'd go Wimpy, McDonald's, um, Burger King. Anyway, KS4. let's talk about
2: football. The negatives yesterday. Um, if we if we're going to be serious, like Dan touches on about the chances, we need a new centre forward. I'm sorry. Um, Lacazette mm. yesterday every time he got the ball he miscontrolled it his passing is awful and he just looks like a man playing with no confidence whatsoever and when he got subbed off yesterday I don't know if anyone <laughs> w- w- went, saw him but he like made some gestures as if to say what? me? like how can you be taking me off? Uh, Dan I-, I thought he was rubbish yesterday
3: I think Lacazette's been poor for the whole of this season, mate. And he gets this year, to be honest. He gets this year, and he then goes into his contract. He's on 180 grand a year. Lacazette has turned into (laughs) Darius (laughs) for (laughs) sale. Brilliant. (laughs) I like that, Matthew. Um, He's on about 182k a week, which means that if he wants to sign a new contract, which he has to do in the summer or leave, then he's going to ask for about 250k a week. And I don't think he deserves that. So for me, I'd be looking to get rid of him and upgrade on a striker like a Marcus Turam, and Edouard, a Raul Jimenez, somebody like that, personally. But I think for the short term, if Lacazette is not going to be firing, we have still got solutions. And those two solutions are either Martinelli, when he comes back, because I think Martinelli is a forward. I really do. Um, And the only other option while he's still out, if Lacazette isn't firing, is to play Pepe more centrally, because I still believe that we've got something with this kid. And I think that if we find the system that suits Pepe, we'll see him firing. I just don't think that stuck, sticking him out on the right hand side in isolation with three players marking him is doing him any favors. And he's so predictable on his left on his left foot, cutting inside. So I'd like to see those options utilized. I didn't think it was Lacazette's worst game, but I'm with you, Craig. I didn't really see that he was outstanding. Some people were saying he was really working hard and I just think he can't get fouling people again and losing the yeah, ball. So exactly. it's it just yeah. becoming very frustrating with me. Um <clears throat> but one thing I will say and I'll touch on is I think from what the lads were saying before, I think we have to look at our comparisons to where we are with Manchester United. Manchester United come third last season and their transfer recruitment has been terrible. Now, ours has been pretty poor over the years. But if you look at what we've done in the recent years, and I think it's been so bad. If you were to ask Manchester United now, would you rather spend 70 million on Gabriel and Partey or 80 million on Harry Maguire? They'd snap your hand off at Gabriel and party. Mm -hmm. We've done our business well. We've done it very, very clever. We signed Tierney for 25 million, or was it 22 rising to 25? They spent 30 million on Shaw. We've got Bellerin and Maitland-Niles and Cedric for quite um, a a lot, uh, quite any money, really, that we've spent on them. They've spent 50 million on one Bissaka, who's absolutely fine one-on-one defending, but has got nothing going forward. And then look at their midfield, 55 million on Fred, 100 million on Pogba. 50 to 60 million on Fernandes. So I look at this and I think we are not doing as bad as, as we have done previously at the previous regime. We're now in a different run moving forward. And I look at some of the players that were in the Invincible team and I saw a great article the other day comparing this side to the last time Arsenal won something. And they weren't comparing them to quality because it would have been a stupid argument because this team is nowhere near the Invincibles. But I understood what he was saying because what he brought up was some characters. He wasn't talking about ability... He was talking about characters and he was saying that Gabriel and and, uh, Partey's mentality could be as good as Patrick Vieira and Sol Campbell. And I totally understood that. He brought Kieran Tierney up as being the Ashley Cole mentality. He brought Saka and Martinelli up in the kind of Perez and Lundberg positions that can be, it doesn't matter where you play me. I've got the mentality to make it as a footballer and I'm going to make it in this team. But one thing he said was we are currently missing a Lauren Colo Torre and Gilberto Silva in this mm-hmm. side. And they are three of the most underrated players in that invincible season. And I think that if you look at that currently, they're the positions we need to upgrade on. And I think Lacazette is one of those. I think Bellerin, Lacazette, Chakar, and Mustafi are the ones we need to be upgrading on, personally. Um, so it doesn't matter to me who they are. But if we can get those signings right, whether it's Housa Upa Upamokano, Klosterman, Edouard, whoever they are, bring those players in over the next couple of windows, because in the summer of 2021, we are finally going to see the back of some of these, this dead wood, and then we can start to move forward. So as far as I'm concerned of Lacazette, he is one of three or four that needs to be done uh, from this club. And I hope he has a great season. Don't get me wrong, but that is all he's going to get for me. As far as I'm concerned, mm-hmm. we need to get rid of some of these players. And I think that Lacazette, unfortunately is one of them. What
2: would you say about that, Mark? I mean, there's. this, this... There's a few people in the chat there saying that we're being harsh on him. Um, I don't think so. I don't think we're being harsh on him. I, I okay, to to come out and call him out and out rubbish. Oh, is probably a bit harsh, but yeah. yeah um, we're not. I don't think we're being harsh in in calling it. I, I, not I don't, everybody I just don't
1: think, can no, score yeah. all the time, can I? I know what you're saying. Not not everybody can take the limelight. You know, It's some, um, you have got to have an outlet. You have got to have a man who can hold the ball up. You now you take uh, Giroud when France won the World Cup I don't think he scored a goal but he's got a World Cup winner's medal at home and he played he led the front line for France the whole way on his own you know mm. uh, you could argue that he kept Lacazette out of the team by the way so that's another thing but you know Lacazette he, he's doing a job and it, it's an unselfish job it's possibly not his natural thing to be doing to, to have his back to the goal to be <laughs> evening it's a it's a, you know it's probably not his natural thing is it to be a target man a, a holding the ball up you know i i see him more as a as a as a striker not not as a as a sort of a a, a target man you know what i mean so he's working hard is it yes we're talking about upgrading then dan's exactly right isn't he we want to upgrade lacquer how much is it going to cost us, though? You know, have we got the funds? Is it priority? You know, all these questions are what management teams have to weigh up when they're looking at their budgets and and, and areas of the pitch that we want to strengthen first. done the right thing. We strengthen the, the the spine with Partey and and Gabriel, and and you know we'll get round to the front line, won't we? Lackers, not the long term answer. I, I don't don't believe that. I Don't think any of us believe that. Um, the same as with you know, better days at right back will come to an end in the next couple of years, won't they? But is it priority right now? No, no, but uh, yeah, he he does miss too many chances, and that's a shame. Um, but but you know, like, like we say, where, where's the option? You know, th- there is that lad at Celtic or Rangers you know, who I like who could come down and do a job, I think. Um, you know, if they see someone in the group chat, uh, they're talking about £75 million pound release clause for Haaland. You know, I'm not quite sure we're in those no. financial territories, although that would be, be nice. amazing, yeah. wouldn't it? You know, but um, I don't know. But yeah. it's, it's a difficult one with Lacquer. It is a difficult one because I know we want to say we could put Pepe out there and try something different, but then do we then have that out ball? Do you know what I mean? It's... You do have to have people in the team who do an unselfish role for the team.
2: Now, just a few people in the chat wanting to know who that was coming in behind me. It wasn't Graham. No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> it was, uh... <laughs> it was... Can't come in, Graham. Get out. Can't come in. Um, that was my little boy dropping off my uh, Nicorette chewing gum because um, they've no, been no. down the house for Good me. So, no, he did knock. Did you hear it? Oh, there we like, what? what? Look, come and say hello quickly? Because I know you want standing outside the door there. Come here. Sorry now to everyone, but this is my, can you see him? Look at this, that. All right, lad. Say hello to there everyone. It's absolutely freezing cold over here in Ireland and he's up here with no top on. Absolute. <laughs> I
0: thought the stars were coming through the door for a minute there, like, you know, so
2: your, t- your t-shirts falling down. Okay. Now listen, mate, we are live on the same old Arsenal podcast, live to the world. So just say hello to everyone. And then I'll see you, I'll see you in about 10 minutes. Go on, say hello. You gonna say hello? No. no. Right. Okay. <laughs> See you later.
0: See you later, thousand.
2: Anyway, <laughs> Lee. Lack is um, Are we being <laughs> harsh? Look, and people are saying, you know, is it a priority? Mark said, there is it a priority? To me, it is a priority because you know yeah. we should. The chances he missed against Leicester, he didn't play too well yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, we should I be thought we got alright oh like
0: yesterday come on you know what I mean I don't, you know it's, it's, not, it's not easy when you're playing away from home you're back towards goal come on we, if you've ever played that position you know it's not easy Um you've got you well, know, know someone, mate, 35,
2: 35 goals
0: uh, 35 yeah, goals yeah right, goal. you know, Mark back me up on that one So, but I, I think also don't forget uh, maybe you know uh, Mikel Arteta is waiting for Martinelli because then Martinelli can go out on the left and then Aubameyang down the middle yeah, see what that point, goes yeah. you know We've got to keep um, Martinelli uh, up our sleeve because I think he's, he is the future. You know, someone's putting in there, like, you know, Balligan, like, I give him a chance. I'm hoping yeah. that he'll get a chance on um, on Thursday to, to show his worth. I think it's about time we give these kids a... You know, like, I'd rather see him... I was, I'd say rather, i say give him a chance, you know, because he's got a bit more power and everything there and we'll see. Um because you know Eddie, Eddie's had enough chances. He's done okay, Eddie. I'm not having a go, at Eddie. When we say this, so let's let's give this um, Bella going to go and see what happens. And if you know, you never know, do you? But this is the thing with um the Europa League. We can get these players in and get them having a bit of experience. You know, if it weren't for the Europa League, Harry Kane would never, not be doing what he's doing at Spurs now because they had very the opportunity true, to yeah, play him. Very, very true, so man. I think that it's, a, it's an opportunity for us to to give him a go, see what he can do um and and you know like I said I I don't think he's the future for the football club you know I think he's 29 30 now might even be 30 um and we've got to look to you know upgrade on that but at the moment he's doing a job it's uh, and and I think that he's doing okay I don't think that he's you know pulling up trees and all that you know and I don't think he really had that many good chances yesterday to to to, to make it happen he, he put he, he laid one on for um uh Abameng, and uh, you know he done he done okay yesterday, you know. So, but I I, I get what what we're saying on that I think that we need to upgrade. But I I am I, I agree with what Mark's saying there. We do need to upgrade on other positions before him. You know, I I, I look at it from there. We've got we've got Martinelli in the background there to, to look into there. But I do think that we need to spend money in other areas. I still think that we need another central defender. Um and, and and also um maybe another midfield player, you know, like someone that's gonna create. I think those two positions need to be upgraded more than Lacazette at this moment in time.
2: Okay. Um you, uh, a few a name that came in there as well from the um from the lads in the chat. that Bert Leno played very well yesterday. He did. <laughs> He did play very well yesterday. Um, or he, look. Here or, he goes. Goal, goal. Yeah.
0: Uh, was a, uh, yeah. yeah. Everything. Ah.
2: Everything he needed to do, he made it look very simple. Um, was 100% behind the ball all the time. Didn't make any dodgy passes. That's what you want from your goalkeeper. Well done, Burnt Leno. Well done, Burnt Leno. Uh, great performance. Uh, that's what we're, That's what we're looking for. Good, um, a good
1: tidy, tidy save actually down to his near post from yes, Greenwood early course, on. You know, like, so. yeah,
0: yeah he's was, he was, he was, he was, he was expected to do, but that's what you, you expect from a good. You don't, old you don't get a lot of
1: credit for them ones, do you, Lee Craig? No, you know, no. I mean you, you exactly. save that, and everyone goes, you shouldn't be getting beat you're near post. But I mean that yeah, came exactly. at him some pace. Do you know what yeah, I mean? A very Greenwood, good. It's a reaction he's save. Very, he's very good at getting his shots off that Greenwood. I do like him. Sadly,
2: I'm yeah, glad he's English.
0: Glad he's English. In the chat next week, it's Martinez versus Leno shootout. Oh, that'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Uh
2: Not really.
0: Yeah, it will be. So yeah, it didn't, will uh, be. Well, how
2: many goals has Martinez conceded in the last two <laughs> games now? Seven, is it?
0: Sold the wrong goal, yeah. No, I'm saying game. that we said that. Be good to see like you know. Let's see, let's see. Let's anyway,
2: see. let's let's not um let let's not get into that debate. That one's been done. Um
0: Done. Leno's the man.
2: Leno's the man. Is a good. Is a good question, Leon. I'll come to you with this one first. Um, no, that's not the one. Um, one second. Now, here we are. Now, this is a good one. This one comes in from. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm really sorry. Right, I am not going to even attempt to um, pronounce that because I don't want to offend. Mr. You. Rajput. Mr. Yeah. Rajput. Mr. Rajput. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, but how do we know? How do we know? Aditya.
1: Aditya. Aditya Radput,
2: Rajput. Right there. Well, I hope he said that right because I'm not still not going to have a go off it. But it's a great no. question. Um, is William hindering Pepe's progress, Lee? I, that's, that's I think that's a bloody no. good question.
0: I think that's a fantastic question. Um, and the the one thing that I would say about this, I don't think that, um, and I might be wrong on this, but I don't think that Mikel Arteta's got. Um, any um loyalty towards Pepe because he's not his signing I, I do believe that like you know because if he was his signing I'm pretty sure that um he'd be playing because something to 70 to me and I I feel right like, and I, I had a little bit of a, a moan about it on Thursday I thought Pepe was just enjoying his game of football on on Thursday and he took him off and people turning around and saying oh that means he's going to play Sunday and he didn't play Sunday so why not let him just in, you know when you're enjoying the game of football, making things happen. Why take him off? I don't understand that. and So I do feel that there's a little bit in that. And I don't think Pepe done anything wrong on on Thursday. And then I see Willian just walk straight back in the side. I'd be a little bit disappointed if I was Pepe on that. You know, um, I I think, you know, we've got a little bit of a problem here. We've got the boys worth 72 million pounds. So we've got to – I'm not saying we've got to play him, but what I'm saying is he's got to be an arm around him and, and we've got to try and somehow get the best out of him. But, you know, it, it seems to me that Willian is the man that's going to come in there and, and, and do that. Did William um pull up any trees yesterday? I, I think he played very well yesterday. I don't think you yes, he he can he did, um, yeah. um, say that he didn't. I think probably – other, that from his first game against uh, Fulham to that game, that was his best game. But um, so it, it will be an interesting um, shootout between them two because I think that um, on the right hand side, I think on the left hand side, we said Martinelli and, and Aubameyang. And I think that that may be moved that, that Aubameyang comes in the middle, but that ain't going to happen with Pepe or or uh, or Willian. And um, I, I just think that. Um, Willian, on, on on yesterday's performance I I thought was 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 good I thought first 10 15 minutes weren't but after that you know he held onto the ball I thought he played really really well yesterday so um and but he's got to do that in the next game now against Villa and if he doesn't then you know people will be starting to um to to look at uh, Pepe but I think with Pepe also he's got to come in and I don't think that he's done this, Craig. I don't think he's actually come in and gone, wow. I no. think he's done okay, but he's not he's not been, wow, look at that. You know what I mean? You know, I think maybe he might have been able to do that, but, you know, with a great goal against Dundalk. But people will say it's only Dundalk, but he's got to start somewhere. But I do think it's a, it's a very, very good question. And I think at this moment in time, Pepe has probably thinking to himself, does, does the manager really fancy me? I think that is a it's going to be interesting how this pans out because I think that um, the opportunities are going to be a little bit more limited for Pepe, if I'll be honest.
2: This one, I mean, this on the same subject, Dan, um, Arteta has trust issues with Pepe, Ashley, the Niles and some of the youngsters. Um, would that worry you about Martinelli when he's fit?
3: Yeah, it does massively. All I will say on that, though, to contradict what that's saying is that he does like Eddie. Um, he does seem yeah. to like Eddie. And when Martinelli comes back, I want to see Martinelli getting the chances that Eddie's at.
0: Yeah,
3: 100%. I think he is a better player. Uh, listen, I don't dislike Eddie. I think Eddie actually gets quite a lot of harsh criticism, to be fair. I don't, I don't think he's going to set the world think
2: that's the, the, the kids broke the record for the England under-21 goal-scoring record. And people tell telling yeah. me, oh, so it's England under-21s. Look at the players that are in that list.
3: Yeah, Look at the well, Alan Shearer is one is... of them. Yeah, Alan Shearer is one of them. I mean, the thing is with Eddie is, listen, he doesn't set the world alight, He brings a lot of energy and he's a nuisance to defenders. But I don't think he is going to be a 30-goal season striker for Arsenal. But What's Arteta has plan? given him the chance to prove himself. He's a squad player. And Arteta has given him the chance to prove himself. Martinelli needs that when he comes in, you know, because I don't feel like Ainsley Maitland-Niles has been given that chance. I don't feel feel like Bellerin has been poor against Leicester and Liverpool, uh, Leicester and Man United, but he was before that, and Maitland-Niles was just not getting a look in, and Cedric was coming in on the team on Thursdays, so he seems to be just keeping some players like Maitland-Niles out of it, um, and that frustrates me because I'd rather see some of the others, like Saliba, for example, getting a chance ahead of Mustafi. Um, Joe Willock was brilliant the other night. I'm not a huge fan either. I think along with Eddie and Nelson, I think they all need loan moves, but I think they're three players that are going to be needed in the squad for the time being. Smith-Rowe's now fit, so he's now got some options. I think, lastly, touching on the Pepe thing, I think for me, we have to see him down the centre more now because I just feel that there is a position for him there. And when I have seen him play there against um, Liverpool-Anfield last season and in the FA Cup final against Chelsea, he was an absolute terror against Van, he's the only player to have dribbled past Van Dijk still, and he is the, was an absolute nuisance in the FA Cup final, so as far as I'm concerned, yeah, he does need to, it does worry me, but I think that he will get the, the, get it right when Martinelli comes back.
1: He gives uh, gives Saka
3: um, plenty of game time down, doesn't he? Yes, he does, yeah, yeah, and and rightly so, because, you know, Saka, for me, has been our most threatening player at 19 years old, in the front line, we've got some issues going forward at the moment, but He's the one trying to make things happen. He's done more than Bamiang this season, in my opinion, in Saka. And he's definitely done more than Lacazette, Willian and Pepe. So, yeah, listen, forwards, as I said right at the start, forwards is an issue. That's the negatives of, of our season so far. Um, if we can get this front line firing, we've got a chance of doing very, very well this season because we sorted things out in the back and in midfield now. So let's see what happens.
2: Just want to bring this one in in here because we don't get this, we, we don't get, you don't get this very often. Um, this one comes in from Matt. He's a Manchester United fan. Credit to Arsenal. Uh, already after half a season, you can see what Arteta's, uh, you can see the, you can see the plan Arteta's got, while Solskjaer is still struggling to find a formation. Great game yesterday, lads. Yes, Matt. Um, thanks for coming in and uh, thanks for coming along and uh, having, a, having a view of us. Yeah, it was a great game yesterday. Um, I think the better team won. Uh, in, at the end of the day, but uh, thanks for coming and along, quicker
0: mate. Quicker they get Pochettino in the better.
2: Yeah,
3: so? I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that.
2: Yeah, and what's I Poch- Why, right? Why, why? I don't get this. What's po- po- Pochettino ever done? He got one, He got a terrible side that everyone hates
3: to a Champions League final.
0: Yeah, and the and top wow. four consistently. I think he's a good manager. Yeah. I do. I think he's a great manager, I
3: and I think him. if he was backed in the transfer market, I think we would have been worried more
2: worried right. at Tottenham. He, yeah,
0: he, they backed the other one, did not they? You know what I mean? More yeah, and more. Exactly. they backed him.
2: Great manager wins things. Sorry. Mark. Um Hello. Whoa, da, 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 da. Well, I've lost it now. <laughs> I had a question for you. Um... Da, 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 da. Yeah, I had a question for you, but um...
1: Was it the one about the guy in the bottom left hand corner looks disinterested?
2: <laughs> no, but there it's actually <laughs> there actually. <laughs> <laughs> there was
1: there was another one about who said something about the shade chaser one knows absolutely nothing or something. That
2: was yeah, that, that's yeah, that's it. This, no, yeah, I'm just, no, a fan. Yeah. I'm just, I'm
1: just a fan. I'm not, I'm not a professional pundit. I'm just a fan who loves the Arsenal, and I'll talk about the Arsenal. I love talking about it, but please don't start judging me on professional punditry because I don't, I don't, I don't see any of these Big Macs. By the way, I've just got to put this out there. They never, they never, I never turn up at my door. This muck well, delivery, it never for, arrives.
2: They're for management. <laughs> <laughs> management. Um, all right then, Mark. Let's go. Um, Aston Villa. There we go. Aston going? Villa. Aston Villa our next. Uh, Aston Villa is our next game uh, at the Emirates Stadium. <laughs> Yeah, how important is it that we that we you know follow up the Manchester United result? I mean, I know we got a know uh, I know we've got Europa, night, yeah, yeah I know we've got a Europa yep. League game in the middle of it all, but yeah, um, in the league, how important is it that we, yeah, that yes. we
1: follow it's up? hugely important. There's absolutely no point going to Old Trafford and getting the first big win in, in God knows how many years if you're then going to chuck points away at home against Aston Villa. There's no point. You've yeah. got to be consistent in this. Level. But this league is topsy turvy at the minute. You know what I mean? It's all over the shop, isn't it? So anybody who can string a run of consistent results together is going to give themselves one hell of a chance of finishing in the top four. You know, if we can go on a 10 game run, and, and like you said earlier, Craig, quite rightly, that we've got the big guys out of the way. Uh, and and where we're at now, you know, if we can start putting some of these other teams to the sword, mm. start banking some points over this Christmas period, you know, if we can, we can, like I say, if we can get ten big wins in a row, we we could be bang up there. You know, I don't think any of us, are, you know, are thinking we're going to win the league, but we've got to get back into the Champions League yes. to start attracting the ORs and stuff like that, so that we can start building on this spine that we're starting to create, you know. Mm. So, yes, I, I think we, we can, we should, and I, and I think we will beat as we can.
2: Yeah, I think we will too. Lee, what I will say though is, Lee, do you think that there is any advantage to teams coming now, and the advantage with us as well? You know, was did we have an advantage yesterday going to Old Trafford with no Manchester United fans in the ground, you know? Yeah, Are, I think
0: of course I hundred percent. I, I think, of course, it is. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I I'm going to be honest. I don't know how other guys feeling it. When I'm watching other other games now, I'm not interested. It's not. It's not great watching other no, other not. teams because the atmosphere is not not there. You know, uh, uh, the sooner Arsenal and, and and all the other teams get the fans back in like it used to be, the better. But it's going. I think it's a long, long way off. And um, I do feel that. Um, yeah, I think it's always listen. You know, these places are a lot tougher to go, but also it can be an, uh, an, a, a disadvantage as well uh, as as well as an advantage because I, would Arsenal sometimes be playing this this uh, game over the across the back with sixty thousand fans in the Emirates going oh, oh, blah, oh, <laughs> all that all the time, you know? So there's, they've got a little bit more relaxed when they, when the ball goes fizzing across. So I, I think. From you know, I think it's something. I feel sorry. I feel sorry for players at the moment. You know, I feel sorry for like Partey playing in a game like that yesterday. You know, none of the Arsenal fans here to see it, and 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 the buzz of of it for any professional footballer at the moment with no fans. It must be really really tough. So, um, but I do think there is a slight advantage when you when you're going away from home now without that that um, um, fans. You know, sixty thousand fans against you or whatever. But it is what it is, isn't it? And um, uh, you know, I, I don't realistically know what the average or the, the statistic is. Is is there more away wins now? There probably is, I suppose. But um, we're left to you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. It is what it is. It is what uh, it is. A really. V&E's world, well, by
1: the way, is the answer to um, <laughs> David Hine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll bring that up <laughs> in a minute. Uh, I'll bring that up now. That um, David wants to know, um, Mark's what's Mark's recommendation on biscuits to have with the coffee? Viennese, well, is it oh, very nice? very nice, then. They're nope very me, nice. Ah, sorry, they're, they're, no, they're are you?
0: What, more of a ginger nut? I do like ginger nut, yeah. I do like ginger nut. I like... Um, uh, I bet
2: he's not. I, he, I bet he eats rich tea. Yeah, he's a hobnob. No, he's a, ho- no,
0: he's no, a hobnob guy. No, he's no, a no. Hobnob. I like the old um, digestive chocolates, but it has to be the dark chocolate. And oh, there's God. also, I like the McVitie's creams. You can't get them very often. I'm going to I'm gonna show them on the show next week. So this, is are, what the,
1: this is what the fees are going what? on. He's got. He's not just having biscuits. They've got cream in them. If you're paying him too much, crow.
2: I oh, know, I know. Oh, no. Lone Star Londoner, Dan, comes in. No February fixtures. Uh, Mould, Villa, Leeds, Mould, Wolves. Big month. Um, must yep. be on yesterday. I mean, that's, you know, Villa, Le- Villa, Leeds and Wolves. I think that, you know, I've, no, there's no reason... They're all winnable. Villa, they're winnable, Lee. But what worries me is Villa have spanked um, Liverpool. And I know they've been on a bad run of form since. Leeds is going to be a very tough game.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: they're a great side. Uh, and then Wolves as well. Uh, again, not no you know, easy they're games. Bit, no they're easy. not easy. They're not easy. I think, I
0: think the easy. odds of the opposition are better for us, though. I don't think that. You know, what I mean, I do think that with the scene at the moment. Yeah,
3: Bring I on. think you got got a point there, mate. I think that you know we've proven that over the last few months, haven't we? With Man City, Chelsea, Man United, Liverpool. But I'm ex- I, this might sound a little bit optimistic now, but I'm expecting nine points. I'm expecting nine points against Villa, Wolves. Um, and Leeds. I am, because I don't think we should be scared of these three teams. You've got Wolves and Villa at home, which we should try and do yeah, well, well against. And Leeds are no mugs, don't get me wrong, but they have just been promoted just to the Champions League, uh, Champions League, sorry, to the uh, from the Championship. And I think when you look at, I think they're losing at the moment to Leicester at home. So we should be able to go two there one. and turn them over. So, yeah, 2-1 Leicester at the moment. Why should we not go there and take three points? And that gives us nine points going into the biggest one, which is the North London derby. Mm, so I'm confident, good. you know, on Thursday nights at the moment, we should be looking at playing some of the, um, the Deadwood and the youngsters. You know, the Willicks and Nelsons deserve their chance, the Baloguns, And then we uh, keep our players, That the team that we had yesterday, Um, keep it as fit as possible for the league games because I think that is working in midfield and it's balancing our midfield to go forward. And with that midfield, Craig, I am confident against the Wolves and Villas at home. Yeah, they're going to be tough. Absolutely. They've got some brilliant players that can make it very, very difficult for us and so have Leeds. But we are definitely the favourites going into this but I want to see the right players playing if the Checkers and Mustafis come in again then I'm not confident with those three games and I think that that's why it's so important that if we rotate we rotate it with the right players on the Thursday nights and not the Checkers and Mustafis coming in I do not want to see that because then I won't be confident against Leeds Wolves or Villa but with the team that we had yesterday I think we've got enough as long as we can take some of our chances to take um, three points against those sides we shouldn't be worried we shouldn't be fearing those three teams no. No.
2: Absolutely, mate. I agree with you. I've, they are tough games. Um, but yes, I think they're, 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 they're winnable, but like, there's no easy game there. Um, no, not at all. So we're, so we're going to have to wait and see. Lads, we're going to call time on it um, this week. Uh, the same old Arsenal USA will be with you uh, this evening or this morning uh, because... It's election day in the USA tomorrow, and um, (laughs) I don't think it would be a very good night to do a podcast. So they're actually going to uh, do their podcast tonight. So if you're around, if you're watching us from that part of the world, you can watch uh, the same old Arsenal. I believe it's six o'clock PST, nine o'clock EST uh, on the channel um, with the bearded gooner and his guests. Lee Judges, thank you very much. Um Yeah, thank you very
0: much. Always nice when we've had a win. I, I absolutely. Do, I do enjoy it a little bit more when we've had a win, I've got to say. Absolutely,
2: uh, absolutely.
1: You love a rant, don't, don't lie. I you. do you I love a rant.
0: rant. <laughs> I, I, I feel do, like we've missed I you, mean, Rant. Can we have
1: a
2: rant no, about no, no, Have you not got anything we else, we got else it? to get your chest. It's not classed as no, a rant. I'm not at so.
0: I'm happy. I'm a happy boy. I'm a happy boy.
2: I've Good. known Lee I've known Lee for a long time now and it's not I know when he's having a real rant because it's it's all in the teeth. If you don't see the teeth <laughs> it's not rant and he's not bad. Uh. Yeah. When you see the teeth he's cross. Dan, thank you very much for joining us mate. I hope you have a fantastic birthday tomorrow. Yeah, um, happy enjoy birthday your day tomorrow. En- enjoy your day mate and um we'll see you we're you are we going hang on? On? You going on Friday for the team talk? Yeah, cheers. Yeah, cheers, boys. Appreciate
3: that. Hopefully have a good birthday just before the second lockdown. And Friday night, we'll be back 7 o'clock, me and Manny, as always. And we'll be with an Aston Villa fan from Villa Together podcast. So, yeah, please join us 7 o'clock on Friday for that one.
2: Excellent stuff. And, Mark, my my thanks, mate, for coming on and... um...
1: Yeah, and even yeah, and uh, didn't
2: really do anything to be honest. But, um, oh, you did
1: Dan. I can did, I just yeah. say Dan, more importantly than all of that, is uh Dan, how can we help you with your November thing that you're doing? Oh you
2: know, I didn't even know he was doing it. Yeah, <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why I have shaved, to be honest. Um, yeah, if you can please donate. Um, obviously I'm doing November through. Um my charity Health Watch Essex um that I work for. So if you can go to the Health Watch Essex, please like, subscribe, and donate anything that you can for a good course Movember. This will be getting more and more every week, hopefully. And we'll so of-
2: we're gonna get that <laughs> up on Twitter. We'll get that up on Twitter. Um if you're doing Cheers. that for a good course. Um you can uh you've got the you've got the login for the Twitter only. So get on there, mate. it Thank you. Thanks for having me. As always, mate. As always, a, pl- a pleasure. A pleasure. As always, uh, people was saying, put a link in the description. Oh, what we'll do is we'll put it up on Twitter, um, and you can go donate there. So, a uh, Europa League game on Thursday. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. It's mould, is it? Mouldy, mold, mould, mouldy, mouldy, mouldy. Yeah,
1: that's just reminded me. I've got some cheese in the fridge. Ah, oh,
0: nice.
2: <laughs> A game against Aston Villa on Saturday. Uh, Dan will be with you um, on Friday, 7 o'clock, with a team talk, the game at the weekend. And then, of course, we'll see you again on Monday for another same old Arsenal podcast. Until we see you then, take care of yourselves and each other up the Arsenal. Come on, you Gunners. Come on, you Gunners. Enjoy your biscuits, bro. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty,
1: no purchase necessary. VGW Group. were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.